Welcome back to the One Take Wonder podcast with the Hot Weird Girl. I'm the Hot Weird Girl in question, Alexia, and you can find me on every social media platform except for sometimes not always on Twitter. So that's TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, and well, yeah, I guess Twitter's dead. Um, This week we'll be talking about an issue that has been plaguing me forever, and that's how much I fucking hate landlords. I don't know if you can tell by the sound of my voice, but you know that like compilation of Cillian Murphy just like holding a gun to his head and like screaming off of an Irish cliff? That's how I'm feeling right now. And I thought I'd tell you about it because you guys wanted to hear about it. And honestly, I love to bitch. Let's get into it. If you're an avid listener of this podcast, then you'll probably recall that for the past two weeks, I've been bitching about my quote-unquote apartment crisis. And I promised last week that I would be recording this episode in my brand new podcast studio. Guess where the fuck I'm not? That apartment. Why? Because it didn't work out. Why? I don't know. Because you serve so much cunt that God has to humble you a little. Okay? One of my closest friends says things like, um, you'll pay what you owe. I don't know what I did, but I'm paying so much. When will I stop owing? I put this story up on TikTok about how since the year 2020, I'm not even counting all the landlords that I've had, just since the year 2020, a landlord has put an electric bill of $600 in my name. One time my ceiling exploded. One time I moved into an apartment and the landlord was like, there's no electricity. Um, in this apartment, it was also a roach motel in the apartment that I thought I was going to move into. There was also evidence of bugs. And now I'm moving on Wednesday in the Philadelphia area. Again, in what is perhaps third time is the charm, but like probably fucking not. So I thought I could talk about something serious this this week, um, but I'm so stressed out, and you guys loved it when I hopped on the mic and talked about braiders. So let me tell you why when I have the opportunity to take over the earth and cleanse it as it needs to be cleansed, the first people to go are landlords, specifically my landlords, and then I'm starting with the rest of them. But like, where, where do I start the story? Should I work forwards or backwards? You know what? Let's start from the beginning. The year is 2020, there's a global pandemic, and 22-year-old Alexia has just moved out of the hell apartment. What's the hell apartment? Um, I lived in a house with my ex-college best friend. We are no longer friends because of the situation. And her very loud, very obnoxious friend, who we also went to college with. It didn't work out. I moved and was literally so upset. I was like, I will forfeit a security deposit, which if you know me in real life, you know that I count like every cent because there's certain things I don't play with. So for me to give up that amount of money meant I really fucking hated someone. Um, Moved out. I'm in my dad's house and I'm like, where's the best place for me to move in the city of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania? East Carson Street. Most of you guys probably aren't Pittsburgh from Pittsburgh, in which case, you know, congrats, you don't have lungs scarred by the smog. But for those of you who do, you just heard the words East Carson Street and you're like, it's the bourbon street of Pittsburgh. It is party central. It's just bars, 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 tattoo shop, a really good fudge place. It's black owned, by the way. If it's still there, if the the bullet, you know, sounds haven't driven them out. Um, I think it's called Fudge Farm. Yeah, really good. Anyway, just give you an example of what this place was like. And I was like, oh, that'll be a really great place to live because it was close to school. It was not. We get there. 
I think I'm going to move my stuff in. My mom comes with me to deep clean, which is going to become a running theme in all these stories to deep clean. And I see this little bug and I'm like, mom, what is that bug? And she's like, that's a cockroach. You can't move in here. But because it was the pandemic and because it was really, really, really hard to find apartments, like this was May of 2020 and Pennsylvania took that shit super seriously. So we were technically still on a red light and like no apartment complex was doing tours. People weren't moving out. People were getting like subsidized rent from the Pennsylvania government. So who the fuck is going to move somewhere? We have to put a down deposit when Allegheny County is going to pay your rent as long as you demonstrate some like very minimum level of financial hardship. So... I had to stick with that apartment, got them to give me prorated rent. We move into the apartment and it's not great. It's janky. It's also very loud. Again, it was across from major bar. Um, It also wasn't particularly safe. Like there was a tattoo shop next door. Rest in peace to one of the guys there. He passed tragically a few years ago. He was a really good guy. Um, And they had to walk me and my roommate like to my car or to the grocery store because sometimes it was so dangerous and rowdy at night. But it was like fun. It was like, it was like fine. Like I knew that we weren't going to live there for the full year, but I was like, fuck it. Like, I don't really know what to do in this situation. And we had AC and a dishwasher and in-unit washer and dryer, which like, I, I won't compromise about these things. And I had this really, really big bedroom and my roommate lived in like the loft upstairs and it was, we just, we enjoyed it. And then we get our first electric bill. And it says, you know, like $200. And so because we're dumbasses, we just paid it because we were like, okay, like, I guess we've been running the AC a lot. You know, it's a very hot summer, da, da, da. But the apartment wasn't even like, like, I think it was like a thousand square feet. If that, I'm not really good at counting square footage because you guys know that I struggle with math. So that was dumb. Uh, Realized the jig was fucking up when the next electric bill was 600 American dollars. 600 600 usd american dollars in my name my name it said i owed them so i call duquesne light company which is the light company um, that controls all of allegheny county the county that pittsburgh pennsylvania is in and i'm like y'all made a mistake and you have me fucked up and i'm not paying this and they're like well no you have to and so we go back and forth we go back and forth here's a tip if you ever get a utility bill that's too high no matter what the little representative on the phone says say i'm gonna speak to your manager then tell the manager i want you know like an investigation conducted i want someone to come out here if it's an electric utility company then someone will come out and they'll basically look at your apartment and be like oh like this is using a lot of electricity blah 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 well what does the electricity guy discover the electricity box is rigged. So in Pennsylvania, legally, all the common spaces like hallways, foyers, that has to be paid for the electricity by the landlord. And he had it rigged up to our apartment. And the electricity guy was like, oh yeah, it looks like you know he's been doing this for years. So that made me angry for two reasons. One, because we were students and he thought he was going to take advantage of us. And two, because if he'd been doing it for years, it meant he was taking advantage of other people. And the thing that you have to know is the rent was like $1,000. Like it was extremely cheap to live there because he was a slumlord, because this is why he thought he could get away with it. You know, if the roach motel, if the fact that I couldn't move in because there were roaches and then they had to be exterminated, didn't like tip you off what kind of um, palace this was. I think I was entering my second year of law school or no, it was the summer before my second year of law school and we decided to live there. So we get into this whole fight and we decide to conduct an investigation. 
you know, just to figure out like what's going on. How do we get out of this lease? And we also discover that we've never had like smoke detectors, fire alarms, all these health code violations. I get the health department to come out and I tell my landlord like, hey, you know, I know what you did with the electricity. Let us out. We're breaking the lease and I want my security deposit back. He's like, I'm going to take you guys to court for $11,000 because that's what you owe me for the rest of the month being here. And I'm like, no, absolutely not. We go back and forth. We go back and forth. I win because no landlord who stands against me shall prosper. So that was shitty landlord number one. We move out. I drove a minivan at the time. I think I've talked about birth on here before. Move everything in a minivan very chaotically. Move to my beautiful dream apartment which was also kind of a nightmare. I say dream apartment because it had a marble foyer. It had a cloth of bathtub. There was marble in the bathroom. Um, my bedroom had a walk-in closet, two other closets, and a half bath in it with like a sink and a toilet and everything. Um, really good window space. Beautiful location. Beautiful, gorgeous location in the Friendship area in Pittsburgh. Hardwood floors, full kitchen. Not like an apartment-sized kitchen, but like a normal suburban house-sized kitchen really, really, really nice. A separate laundry room with a brand new washer and dryer. And not like those shitty tiny apartment ones, like a normal house washer and dryer um, and an office. And my roommate's room had like multiple closets and built-in shelving. And it was really, really, really great. Except for the fact that utilities, oh, I'm so sorry. I just did that smacking thing. You have to know how stressed out I am if I do that. Well, I wish I knew how to edit this podcast so I could fix that, but I don't. But I will be talking to someone that I met on Instagram about how to do that. So we improve every day. Anyway, where was I going on this? Wow, nine straight minute. Normally I pause to like take a sip of water or something, but I don't know. I guess I'm feeling particularly dead inside today, so it's really easy to do. Where was I? Oh, yeah. The utilities are expensive as fuck. But we make do and we live there for two beautiful years um, before we start to notice an issue with the AC because when we moved in to the beautiful Friendship apartment, Friendship being the name of the area that I lived in Pittsburgh, um, it was August of 2020 and it like wasn't particularly hot, you know, right. And I also only lived at that like shitty, the first Roach Motel for two months three months maybe. So we moved to this place and it's not very hot. And then the next summer we noticed that anytime we try to turn on the AC, the walls start ballooning with water. Not like an insignificant amount of water. If there could be an insignificant amount that the walls could swell with water, but like large titty size, I mean, real D cup size balloons on the wall. And if you poke them, they pop. And also they'll just pop because there's so much water in them. And then there's water raining down from the ceiling and then the ceiling explodes. So, you know, I call our landlord and I'm like, excuse me, you know, the ceiling has exploded. It's right next to a light. Um, Also like the AC isn't working and, you know, there's a heat wave. I think we're going to die in here. Can you please do something? Complete and utter silence. They thought they could get away with that for one week. We go into the second week. I'm like, I'm going to come down there and have some words in person with you. Like, move your ass and come fix it. They come and they go, we don't know what could be causing this. And if our maintenance guys can't figure it out, we don't have to. And I was like, okay, I'm going to withhold the rent um, and get someone professional to come fix it. Amazing how fast they'll move. So they come. They do a shitty job at fixing it because the next summer, the ceiling explodes again. By now, I know what to expect. 
Like I'm like, I'm only going to turn the AC on in the most dire of conditions. And then the ceiling also partially fell in. We're now in the summer of 2022. Also when I was studying for the bar exam. So that wasn't great and really couldn't fix it until after we took the bar. So the ceiling was just a bit, I mean, it wasn't like you couldn't see stuff in it, but you could see that it had exploded. Does that make sense? So then I move from that glorious friendship apartment to my dad's house. No complaints there. Then I move from my dad's house to the apartment where I currently live, which was a huge mistake because it's not in the best area of this. Like, it's in a safe area, but it's it's just, like, in a very wildly inconvenient location to, like, my job and my boyfriend and my friends and, like, where I like to go out on the weekends. So for that, I'm grateful. Um, Do wish that maybe... Um, a two-bedroom, spacious, all-hardwood floor apartments with, like, a playground and some local hiking trails. Like, you know who else lives in this apartment? Um, La Cucaracha and his entire family. I'll spare you the gross details, but after literally spending so much of my own money trying to fix it and then calling a private exterminator and getting a consultation, basically I figured out that the entire building is infected, and then I had a conversation with my neighbors where I was like, yeah, you know, I broke my lease because... I can't live like this because if you tell your landlord that like, hey, I have bugs and you haven't fixed it um, because I'm very well aware of Pennsylvania law and, you know, because I am an attorney at this point, licensed past the bar first try, did get out of it. And I'm telling them and they're like, oh, yeah, well, you're lucky you don't have the mice in the mold. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I guess everyone else but me in this, I'm pretty sure I just don't have mice because I have a cat. Um, but they're like, oh, yeah, like. The people who live above you, their ceiling caved in and there was mold all over the downstairs apartment for like a year. And I'm like, what do you think the odds are that they actually did something about that or that they just painted over it? Because I'm I'm willing to gamble my pension that they actually just painted over it. So then last week I go to move into the new apartment, which we'll call the dungeon apartment, because it was a lot, it would be the smallest apartment that I ever would have lived in. I'm more of a like, I live alone, but I live in a two-bed with like a really spacious living room sort of girl, which is is a regret of mine now that I'm in the process of like truly finalizing and packing up all my stuff. And I'm once again grappling with the unyielding weight of like, why do you as a 26-year-old girl own so much fucking stuff? And why do you keep accumulating stuff? And why did I go to Barnes and Noble and buy four more books the other day, knowing damn well that there are I counted 312 books that I insist on carrying around now 317 that I just insist on carting around. These poor movers, but they're gonna get a bomb tip, but these poor movers. Anyway, the dungeon apartment, I go, and I'm like, you know, this one, this apartment is filthy. Like the tenant just left all of their stuff. And I'm like, okay, but you know what? There's no such thing as a good landlord. Everyone I know has a shitty landlord experience, blah, 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 blah. And then I see these little black specks around the bathroom and the drawer and then I was just started crying and then my boyfriend was like let's just go somewhere to eat do you want to go to a Chili's which I had never been to a Chili's since I was like eight or nine it is magical in there but like kind of in like the worst way like it's like Cheesecake Factory if Cheesecake Factory was cheaper and less fun but the food was still good but I left saying, I want to come back here. But now that I'm sitting here on my floor, I actually never want to go back. 
but it was fun. It was nice. And I do love crying in chain restaurants. Like the first time I got a really bad grade in law school, I sat in an olive garden and I cried for two hours. And I don't think the person that I was dating at the time appreciated it or thought that I was, it was like particularly funny. And he was kind of like, you know, like this is, can you stop? But I have never felt so soothed crying into unlimited soup and breadsticks. And they refill your iced tea as many times. And when the iced tea mingles with the salt water of your tears, like, if you think you're sad this week, go cry in an Olive Garden. Or a Target parking lot. But sometimes the architecture of a Target can be a little hostile. So I would definitely recommend crying in an Olive Garden. Where was I going with the story? Oh, yes. So I get to the apartment. And I have a dream. I have a dream, a succession style dream where Tom Wamsgams is laughing at me and he's like Roach Motel part two. Anyway, the long and the short of it is that I got out of that lease as well and I did get my money back. And the landlord tried to be a real cunt about it. She was like, well, it's non-refundable. And I was like, well, I will pursue this to the fullest action of the law. You know, you have 24 hours. Guess what was in my bank account 24 hours later? My money, bitch. So now... We're on um, attempt number, oh, oh my God, I, I skipped the best part. There was a gas leak in my apartment Friday night. There was a gas leak. So Thursday night is when I realized that um, couldn't move into that, whatever it's called, uh, the dungeon apartment and was pouting in a Chili's. Friday is when I was frantically running around the city trying to find an apartment. And then Friday night, I come home, migraine already started. I pop a migraine med. I'm sitting on my couch, just closing my eyes, listening to ASMR, petting my cat. And I'm like, oh, you know, it smells a little weird. And I was like, but sometimes that happens when I have a migraine. Let me just go outside, take a deep breath. I come back inside. I'm like, oh, no, that's definitely gas. So then I Google it. I'm like, what do you do if your apartment smells like gas? And Google is like, call 911. So me, I'm always the type of a person to call the police in an emergency. A cab, but like, you know how some people are like, oh, in disasters, like we didn't think to run. I'm the first one to run. So I'm on the phone with 911 and I'm like, hello, my entire apartment smells like gas. And she's like, you need to leave immediately. And that's when I learned a crucial lesson that if there's ever something disastrously wrong in my apartment, I'll probably die trying to save Matthew because Matthew's dumb, fat ass refused to get in his carrier. And the thing that you don't understand about Matthew before you think like, oh, you're such a fucked up person for talking about his weight. First of all, he breaks his diet all the time. The second of all, Matthew was once taken to the vet to be sedated so that he could be transferred from Pittsburgh to Philadelphia in my car without screaming. And he fought the sedation. He got a shot in the vet's office the night before, was then given prescription medication in the morning and then two hours before the drive started. And if you think that little muff motherfucker was taken down once no he screamed the entire time tried to escape out of his carrier i don't know if i've told the story before but almost every time i put matthew in a carrier whether it's a cloth carrier a carrier meant for dogs or one of those metal cage ones he figures out a way to get out i have no idea how the fuck he does it and then he runs around the back of my car and then i have to pull over on the turnpike then i'm crying he's screaming then he's like open mouth panting so you're like maybe you should just let him free in the car no i can't let him free in the car he freaks the fuck out and then he pees whole car smells like piss it's it's a mess it's a mess. So I had him sedated because this would be the first time that I would be driving my car, not a rental car across the state because I was moving and he fought off the fucking sedation. So do you know how hard it was to try to put him in the carrier Friday night? Meanwhile, the apartment smells like gas. The 911 lady is still, she insists on being on the phone until she can confirm my own side. So she's like, ma'am, you really need to go outside. Ma'am, it's not safe for you to be there. And I'm like, I, I literally cannot talk to you right now. Like my cat won't get in the fucking carrier. 
And I'm screaming at him like, it's an emergency. I can't leave you here. But also like, I can't put him in my arms, try to take him outside because again, he's so stupid and so dumb. But what if he just ran off into the night and he was night and then never, like, I can't, I can't even say it out loud. I can't even, I can't even say out loud what that would do to me. Moral of the story is by the time, by the time I get Matthew in the carrier and I step outside, the fire department's pulling up. And I'm like holding this cat in the carrier. And I'm like, yeah, my apartment was like gas, but I had to save my cat. And they were like, okay, ma'am, like, please don't go back in there until we fix it. They fix it, blah, blah, blah. Something wrong with my oven. And I'm like, you know, maybe you shouldn't use the oven for the past 24 hours. I'm like, baby, you don't have to say shit to me. I'm gone. So I'm not going to say that this time next week I'll be in a different apartment because clearly that's just a fucking lie. And I have no idea what the universe throws at me. Um, but I will say that I intend to not be here. And I'm hoping that this is a Goldilocks situation. You know, I'm pretty excited about my new apartment as far as excitement can go. It's it's beautiful. It's in a great location. Um, you know, and I hope it works out. Or perhaps it doesn't. And, and as if this wasn't the cherry on top, I have four different zits on my face because that's how stressed out I am that, like, I'm breaking out. But I think it'll all be good. Um, I did try to start Matthew on his low-grade sedation meds that he would be ready for the move on Wednesday, and he just vomited in front of me, I think out of malicious spite, right before starting this podcast. So it's probably not going to go well, the move for him, but he bounces back really quick. Like some cats are weird when you put them in a new location. Matthew's actually fine in new locations. He just like hates being confined. And I do think things would be better if he would take his Prozac, but like, I just explained to you how hard it was to sedate him. Do you know how hard it was to try to get him to take a pill every day? I, I had to starve him out for four days once. Like I put the Prozac in his food and he wouldn't eat for four days. And after four days, the vet was like, well, the cat has to eat. And I was like, fine. And I also drugged his water. So he was just like dehydrated and starving. And I was like, the food's out at any time. And I kept replenishing it with his favorite wet food, but he wouldn't touch it because it was laced. Approach this week, like Matthew refusing any sort of mental health intervention. Don't take no for an answer. D don't be coerced. Do whatever you want. I wish I had something more impactful to say. Um, but just truly know that like every landlord who attempts to fight me shall crumble, shall fall. And I may be paying something now, but they will pay what they owe in this life and in the next because I'm going to take a jet red eye flight down from heaven just to whoop their ass in hell. And that's all I have to say for this week. We'll talk about something serious or perhaps funny next week. But, you know, I just, I just thought, I thought I'd let you know where I'm at. You know, also to report that the city of Philadelphia, not a great rental scene. Hasn't hasn't been a great rental market for me. Anyway, if you liked this episode, as always, you can reach out to me on TikTok, Instagram. I am reluctantly back on Twitter. Uh, the breakup didn't work out. Twitter, YouTube, TikTok. Um, let me know. I You know, I may not get back to you immediately for, you know, somewhat obvious reasons, but I do appreciate you reaching out. I love you. And hopefully next week I won't, you know, sound so dead inside, but we'll see. No promises. Love you. Bye.